Hi, I'm Adam Sanford. I'm an academic life coach and professor in Los Angeles. And I'm Dinur Bloom. I'm a college professor in Los Angeles. And this is Learning Made Easier, a podcast where we discuss how we learn and how we teach and how they overlap. Welcome back to Learning Made Easier. This is episode 111, How to Approach Your Professor About Mistakes. When you make a mistake, you might feel embarrassed, ashamed, afraid, or all three. Worse yet, sometimes you might have to go talk to your professor about the mistake, and that can seem more scary than any other consequences. But college students make many different kinds of mistakes, missing an assignment, missing a test, in-class outbursts, sending an email to the teacher which you didn't actually intend for them to see, cheating on an exam, plagiarizing on written work, and many others. Some mistakes are just embarrassing, but some have possible effects for your grade, your degree, or maybe even worse. So how do you approach your professor when you've made a mistake? There are three main kinds of mistakes. Stretch mistakes, sloppy mistakes, and high-stakes mistakes. And we're linking in the show notes to an article from stanfield.com outlining these mistakes. Now, stretch mistakes are the kind of mistakes you make when you're learning something new. Think of these as the kind of mistakes you make when something is just a little bit out of your comfort zone or not yet in your knowledge base. Did you mess up a math problem because you missed one step in a new kind of formula? Did you get your writing assignment marked down because you're still having difficulty with citations? If you've never used that formula before or you're brand new to using citations, these kinds of mistakes are both common and expected. They're learning curve mistakes. And here's a little secret. Professors expect you to make this kind of mistake, just like they'd expect you to fall a few times when you're first learning to ride a bike. They're the kind of mistake that is central to the learning process. They're the mistakes that you learn from. Stretch mistakes are nothing to be embarrassed or ashamed about. Just go to the professor and say, I'm still not getting how this formula works. Could you walk me through it? Or I'm still not sure where I screwed up on citing this material. Can you point out some stuff to look for? They're used to that. They're not going to look down on you for a stretch mistake. Sloppy mistakes are the kind of mistakes you could avoid, but don't. If you find yourself skimming the reading, you're setting yourself up for a sloppy mistake. If you're trying to do two or three things at once when you're doing homework, that's also setting yourself up for a sloppy mistake. Ideally, you want to avoid sloppy mistakes because they're the product of rushing, carelessness, and often anxiety. The best guard against sloppy mistakes is giving yourself enough time to make the stretch mistakes, learn from them, and apply what you know. That means planning out the steps you need to take, taking one step at a time, and practicing what you're learning until you know you know it and can check that you do by testing yourself on that knowledge. And then there's high-stakes mistakes. And these are the kind of sloppy mistakes that have effects beyond the immediate moment. For example, cheating on an exam can get you an F on the exam, or it can get you an F in the class. And that goes on your transcript, too. Some situations that you're in as a student are naturally high-stakes situations, like midterms, finals, the big paper, the big project that the class is centered on. And in these situations, it's really important to remind yourself to plan things out, take them one step at a time, slow down, and focus 
so that you don't make a sloppy mistake in a high-stakes situation. It also means making sure you've addressed the stretch mistakes so you know you've got the subject matter down cold. Knowing your stuff will make it much less likely that you'll make a high-stakes mistake. So how do you approach your teacher about these mistakes? That depends on what kind of mistake you made and what you learned from it. If you made a stretch mistake, the goal is to identify what the mistake was and why you made it. Did you have trouble understanding what the exponent does in the formula? Did you have difficulty remembering what gets cited and what doesn't? Identify where you went wrong, then take another run at it to see if you understand what the problem was. Now, if you've made a sloppy mistake that wasn't high stakes, identify why you made this mistake too. But in this case, focus on what you were doing or not doing that caused you to make the sloppy mistake. Were you rushing? Were you trying to multitask? Were you distracted, tired, in a bad mood while you were studying or trying to do the assignment or test where you made the mistake? Once you've identified the action or inaction that led to the sloppy mistake, commit to changing your ways on that one thing so you can avoid that kind of mistake in the future. Stop rushing. Start monotasking. Make sure you get enough rest before you study or take an exam. If you've made a high stakes mistake, the same thing applies but now you'll have uncomfortable consequences. Do the same analysis on your high stakes mistake as you do on your sloppy mistakes, but ask yourself one other question. Was it worth it to make this high stakes mistake? Was it worth it to cheat? Was it worth it to rush through the final? Was it worth it to cram the night before the midterm? If not, make a commitment to stop doing the thing that led to the high stakes mistake. Once you identified and analyzed your mistake, then decide whether you need to approach the professor about it or not, because you might not need to. When you do, remember to take the steps that we talked about in our episode 55. Own the mistake, handle it, and let it go. By the time you get to the step of approaching the professor, you'll have already owned it and started to handle it. But now, ask yourself, does the professor need to be involved in the handling of this mistake? For example, if your mistake was rushing on an assignment which gave you a bad grade, or completely forgetting an assignment and not turning it in, you may not need to involve the professor. Your professor has anywhere from 50 to 400 students in a given semester or term, and although they'll probably notice, with a sigh, that you didn't turn something in, or that you turned in some shoddy work, it's probably not at the level of needing to apologize. If you want to ask permission to turn in a missed assignment late, and you know your professor is open to that, then move on to the next part of handling it, discussing the mistake with your professor. If it's a stretch mistake, go to the professor for help with the parts you don't understand yet. Again, this is not something you need to feel embarrassed or ashamed about. It's their job to help you learn what you don't already know. And stretch mistakes happen when you still don't know what you're doing yet. Handling it in this case is asking for help understanding what they're trying to teach you. If it's a low stakes sloppy mistake, go to the professor with a confession that you made the mistake, as well as how you're going to make sure you don't make that kind of mistake in the future. So for example, I've been staying up too late every night and not getting enough sleep, which is why I couldn't focus on the midterm. I am making changes to how I sleep by going to bed earlier and avoiding caffeine after 3 p.m. so I can get enough sleep and be rested for assignments and exams. You might feel a need to apologize, but unless you've done something that would have offended your teacher, like maybe an outburst in class, there's no need to apologize. Just own the mistake and show them that you're handling it. And for this level of problem, you could probably handle it in an email. If it's a high stakes sloppy mistake, 
you'll probably be experiencing some consequences. Those could be anything from a failing grade on an assignment to a failing grade in the class, being referred to student affairs because of cheating, or other disciplinary consequences. Don't argue with your professor about imposing those consequences. In many cases, they're required to by the school. It's not their choice. Also, it's a really bad look to say something like, yeah, I plagiarized that one paragraph, but I should still get credit for the parts I didn't plagiarize. Cheating or plagiarism is like pouring sewage into soda. Doesn't matter whether it's a little or a lot. Once you've done it, the entire bottle of soda is now sewage. Remember that your job is to own the mistake and show how you'll handle it in the future. There may not be a recovery available for the actual mistake. Now, when it comes to what Denor and I have experienced as teachers, I had a student come to me once who had completely forgotten an important assignment, like a third of their grade. And it was a week before the end of the term, and it was an assignment that normally took three to four weeks to get it done. It had been due the day they, the day before they came to meet with me. So like it was due on Monday, they came to me on Tuesday going, oh my God, I didn't turn this in, I forgot to do it. And they were really embarrassed and ashamed. So after we talked it over, and we determined that, no, this wasn't like, you know, somebody had died or, you know, they had had their workplace not let them have the time to do the job. They just completely spaced on it. I gave them a few days to get as much of it done as they could with the understanding that they were going in with a reduced grade because they turned it in late. They owned their mistake. They told me how they would avoid making that kind of mistake again. And then we handled it. I remember years ago having a student who is deathly afraid, and I mean physically shaking afraid, of asking if they could submit an assignment a day or two late. And I accepted it with a small lateness penalty, and I told them there was no need to be so afraid. Because as professors, and this might surprise the students out there, we're people too. We've made and we've missed deadlines. We've had things slip our minds. The best thing to do is just be direct. Years later, I had a student who was overwhelmed with things going on at work, and they let an assignment slip. They asked me if they could submit it late, explaining their situation. They were really afraid that I would think that they were irresponsible. They were concerned about saving face, and they wanted to get some points for their grade. And to their credit, they had been really, really well engaged in the class. They submitted everything else on time. So they had established a really good track record, a good reputation. And so I was able to forgive the late assignment meaning I at least allowed them to submit, although I did take a few points off as a lateness penalty. Now, the way teachers can use this information, we all hate it when we see students make mistakes we could have kept them from making, but sometimes mistakes are what people need in order to learn. Make consequences for the most common mistakes known and publicized at the start of class. If you cheat, the consequences are, but also be aware that students are terrified of your opinion of them and they're afraid of coming to you with their mistakes. Be kind. It doesn't cost you anything and the student may learn more if they see you're going to be kind but firm about what they've done. And if it's a stretch mistake, reassure students both in class and in office hours that these are normal and expected because a lot of students have real anxiety about their teachers thinking they're slackers or stupid or not college material even though it's a stretch mistake, it's a normal mistake. It's the kind that we've all made in learning. Letting them know about your own struggles in these areas, that can help a lot too. So that's what we have for you in episode 111. If you're finding this podcast helpful, please share it with your friends. 
We're always hoping to get new subscribers so we can help more people. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Android. We're hosted on Blueberry.com. Also, we would really appreciate it if you wrote a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to join us next week for episode 112, when we'll talk about how finals week is stressful for everyone and things we can do to reduce that stress. You've been listening to Learning Made Easier, a podcast about how we learn, how we teach, and how they overlap. We want to say thank you to all of our supporters on Patreon who make this podcast possible. If you want to support us, please go to www.patreon.com slash learning made easier. We look forward to seeing you next week.